Welcome to the Painting Experience Podcast for September 2014. On the podcast, founder Stuart Cubley explores the potential of the emerging field of process arts and shares inspiration and insights from his ongoing workshops and retreats. In this episode, Stuart discusses a question that confuses many process painters. How do I know when my painting is finished? One of the most interesting aspects of the creative painting process has to do with completion. How do you know when you're done? When is the painting over? When are you finished? And this is rather arbitrary in a lot of cases. I think uh, traditionally it's often left up to, well, I feel like I'm finished or uh, there's nothing else to do. Sometimes people say it's balanced. I kind of like the way uh, this color goes with this color. So there's kind of an aesthetic consideration. Sometimes someone will say, well, I've made my statement. I've said what I want to say. And I know if a person is open to discussion at that point that I'll probably question whether or not they're actually finished. Because the completion of a painting happens from a very, very different level. Everything that's natural in life, there's a beginning, there's a middle, there's an end. There, there is a completion. But it has a, a natural rhythm to it and a natural unfolding that uh, we often have a tendency to terminate before it's actually lived out its full life. And so we want to stop before we're finished. We want, us, we want to be done. We want to move on to the next painting. Give me another piece of paper. It's pretty important, actually. This is a rather major moment of challenge in process painting and to determine when are you actually finished and when are you prematurely truncating the experience. And I think there's a reason that we tend to do this it's because to really complete a painting, we have to get out of our own way. We have to go beyond the reach of our own self-control. We have to escape the mindset of pretty and balanced and profound and meaningful. Those are all valid on a certain level, but they're all of the mind. And the real completion of a painting comes from a very different place. It comes from a much deeper stream of the soul. And it has a deeper intelligence to us. And it's not something that we decide. You don't decide that you're finished. It's more a matter of recognition. Usually happening once you're already there. I'll often say you can't know when you're finished. And what I mean by that is you can't know ahead of time. You can't say, okay, I'm going to do this and this and this, and then I'll be finished. You can't say, I just have to complete this part of it here, and then I'll be done, because you don't know. And truly, you don't know. You may complete those things that you say that you want to do before you finish, but then there could be very well another inkling. There could be another call that arises that couldn't have arisen before. And it requires a a rather deep relationship with the creative muse of being willing to stay open, of being willing to be vulnerable, 
of be, being willing to not know when you're finished. And this is not so easy because it requires a degree of wakefulness. And I notice that in the workshops, often people want to be done because it's just like, oh, this is too demanding. It's, it's, it takes too much to be, to be this awake, to be this sensitive, to be listening for the energy, to be continually not knowing and letting the next image and color and form come out of that not knowing. So our wakefulness muscles are challenged to a certain degree. We get to see how they're not too developed and that the painting process actually is a way of developing this degree of wakefulness. And so it does require a standing in this open field in which you're not sure. The mind is going to say, oh, I really like this color next to this color. I'd like to preserve it. But you can't say that you're done. You don't know that you're done until it informs you that you're done. And it does this through the energy itself. It does not do this through the mind. The energy does not come from the level of the mind. The energy doesn't lie. The energy is something that has its own life. And it's rather an about face uh, in terms of our relationship to the experience, to let the energy be the guide rather than the mind be the guide. And again, the mind wants to say when it's done because of this or this or this or this. Whereas the energy might be saying, no, no, wait, wait, wait. There's, uh, this felt really good to do. The brush would have fun doing more of this. And then, the, of course, the mind comes in and says, well, <laughs> that's so repetitive. That would overdo it. Or commonly it will say, well, it would really ruin the painting. I, I really like the way it is. I don't want to add more. And so you see how we confuse the different levels. There's the level of liking and disliking and interpreting and knowing, which comes from the mind. And there's this other level, which comes from the intuition, which comes from the mystery. It doesn't come for a reason. There's no reason. There's just an energy. There's an excitement. There's a, there's a tingling. There's a way in which the arm and the hand and the brush want to do it it's either exciting or fearful. And fearful is another form of energy. And when somebody encounters a quality of fear in their process, I'll encourage them to go towards it because there's energy there. The energy is the guide, whether, whether it's fearful or enjoyable, their energy is the guide. So the question is then, can you make this about face and, and let that message, that listening, be your guide rather than what the mind throws up. So this is what completion really entails. And this is why it's, it's a very challenging part of the process and, and very essential. And, and it's, it's really kind of the litmus test at a certain point. It's where the rubber meets the road. It's where you have an opportunity to go beyond the tendency to commodify your experience, to turn your experience into a product to turn your experience into an accomplishment, to something to do, and therefore something to do well, and therefore something to do up to your standards. Of course, these things are necessary to function in life, and yet they've taken over. Life has become a process of commodification in which everything has a goal in mind, and we're constantly leaning into the future towards the goal rather than 
this quality of exploration that the painting process engenders and draws you into. When you begin to listen to the energy rather than the statements, it becomes a very different thing. And then the completion becomes very exciting. And it's not unusual for a painting to go way beyond what you thought it was going to do. There are often surprises at the end. You may feel like you're completely finished and maybe it's all filled up. Maybe there's no more room left even. But what did you think about painting that you didn't? Well, I thought of these black arrows raining down from the sky, from the top of the painting. I saw them raining down in the background everywhere, but it's so predictable. It's just so trite. Clearly, it doesn't belong there. But this is the trick of the mind, of course, that it wants to dismiss the unconscious. It wants to dismiss the signals coming from the deeper uh, strata of our being. In fact, Carl Jung made a statement at one point and said, the conscious resists the unconscious. And you can see it happening in action so easily around the completion process where things arise for you to do, but you sweep them under the rug immediately. They, they get buried. But does it have energy? Just imagine you were going to paint these arrows raining from the sky. Tell me about the energy there. Well, you know, we kind of see it happening now. I mean, it's, it feels like it belongs there. So if you're willing to listen from this other perspective, you see, you have to get out of your own way. You have to listen from the point of view of the sensation itself, of the engagement itself, rather than what it would look like, what it would mean, if it's been done before, whether it's trite, whether it's this, whether it's that. You have to listen from this other dimension. And in a way, that's the purpose of the process, is to awaken that aspect of ourselves, to create a spaciousness in which we are not completely dominated by the judgments of the mind, not completely dominated by the categories, by the filing cabinet that we've created, by putting everything in its box, by the reach of our own self-control that wants to throw everything under the net of our uh, self-structure. So that's why the completion becomes really important, because it's an opportunity to go beyond. And the interesting thing is, if you don't complete, and very often we don't, very often since we don't know, we're not sure, when we reach a point of completion, maybe there's more and we didn't listen to it, so we take another piece of paper, we go on, and generally what happens is the second painting doesn't get off the ground it very quickly peters out. And you find yourself reaching boredom and, and more intense judgment. Something's not right. The energy field is quite disturbed. At that point, I'll bring back the painting from before and pin it up and say, let's look at it. If there's anything left here you could do, what would you do? And usually there's something. Maybe it's a little brush even. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's something that seems rather innocuous. Maybe it's just strokes or dots or, or some color. But you'll find that if there's an entry, there's something that happens in that moment. And it may be just a few minutes or it might be even be another hour that could happen that would continue on that painting. And then there's a completion which allows a new beginning and a new start. So it's quite interesting. The feedback that comes from the painting process itself in relationship to completion. 
there's a very deep intelligence behind it. I sometimes relate it to conversations that we have in our lives because you know we know on a certain level if we're if we're sensitive beings we know on a certain level whether everything has been said in a conversation and sometimes of course we can't say everything you know it's not appropriate the other person's not willing to hear it whatever for whatever reason but we know it we know when everything has not been said and I think we know that in the painting process as well as if we give ourselves permission. We know when something hasn't gone to the end of its cycle. Everything has a, has a beginning and a middle and an end. There is an end. The completion is often marked by this feeling of equanimity where you're willing and you're not pushing away. You're not grasping. You're not holding on to. You're not protecting you're not trying to preserve certain areas because you like them. You're willing. And at the same token, you're not pushing away. You're not trying to get out. I'll notice often the quality of urgency when I talk to someone. How badly do they want to be away from this experience? And if I get a sense that they're rather strongly feeling that they don't want to be where they are, then they're not finished. There's some way in which they haven't fully met the moment. So you see the completion then becomes really a quality of presence. And if there's a grasping and a protecting and a preserving, there's a diminished presence. There's a controlling. And if there's a pushing away and wanting out and trying to escape, there's diminished presence, looking for an exit. So these are both indicators of the quality of completion. And as I say, at that moment when you actually are complete, you're willing. Even though the mind might say it would mess it up, and you're not trying to get away, you're willing. But there's no more energy. And that's the full quality of presence. That's actually the purpose of the painting process, is to awaken that quality of presence in our lives. You can learn more about the painting experience and find a list of upcoming process painting workshops by visiting our website at www.processarts.com. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. The theme music for this podcast comes from Stefan Jacob. We thank you for listening and hope you'll join us again soon.